Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here today. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, the state of the great state of Texas. Good morning, the great United States of America. And good morning to the greatness of the world. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? We are going to have a great time. It is your day because you are going to make it your day and a half folks we had a great we have a great program for you today and uh, so we want you to stick around we are also at the beginning of fun drive i'm going to try to do it right in other words folks we are going to have a program we're going to have call-ins we're going to have all of that but we need you to also make sure to support the program i'm going to pass it to the control room then i'm going to come back ask you a few things and get busy with the program anyway good morning to the great geniuses in the control room elson yet howard reynolds and jack van biber how are my favorite and welcome to fun drive done right (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love that i love that that's right we're gonna we're gonna start it off here with a pitch for folks this morning just a little after six o'clock on the first day of our fun drive think about this as you drive along what does this radio station mean to you What does this radio station bring to you? It brings news. It brings uh, sometimes weather forecasts. It brings a lot of great music and a lot of entertainment. And what does that cost? It costs us $50,000 a month to run this place. No kidding. You go $50,000 a month to run a radio station? Well, you can just tie together some tin cans and string. Well, no, it's not exactly that simple. But $50,000 a month is our budget to run this radio station for a month. Transmitters don't work without electricity. I tried sending it some love one time and it just said, where's my electricity, man? (laughs) The studio here itself, you know, we've got, uh, we've got electric cost and and Jack, we have to have good, good furniture for Jack to sit in. So yeah, old stuff. $50,000 a month is our operational expense. So, Keep that in mind as you're listening to Egberto's show this morning when you enjoy Amy's Democracy Now!, when you hear all the reports she does. You talk, that's another one. When you hear you talk and the, all the topics that they cover, think about your donation to KPFT, 713-526-5738, extension number two to make your donation or go online to kpft.org. To make oh, extension one. Oh, thank you there, Jack. All right. Uh, they, otherwise, they would be calling in here going, I'd like to make a donation. And, uh, and I okay. don't on the air. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. Um, bring that bag of cash and put it behind that uh, bush out front. All right. <laughs> and Jack will pick it up. Jack, I'm going to stop talking here and uh, let you have a, a word in. You know, yeah. Yeah. Listeners, you know, it is fun. It is fun. Drive five, two, six, five, seven, three, eight. Uh, extension one to donate, extension two to be on the air with Egberto. And, you know, uh, I got Egberto's letter this morning. He sends out, you know, it's going to be about some school voucher programs. And I'd like to, I'd like to read something about that. I'm very suspicious about the voucher program. It sounds like they're giving parents a choice to put children in a better school or a charter school which will take some of that taxpayer voucher money for profit, hire uncredentialed teachers and other means to increase profits at the children's expense. 
all while undermining the public school systems, which maybe is the true intent. Just like Medicare take advantage of you, divide and conquer, privatize the profits, socialize the cost. That's how I see it. Those rats. Those Grinches. Absolutely. Couldn't couldn't have said it any better to my wonderful folk. Anyway, folks, we are going to have a great program as usual. And and please stick around. Uh, A lot of times when we have fun drives, I know you get tired of hearing, oh, send us some money to keep the station running. But of course, we have to have the money to keep the station running. I really get it. So what I'm trying to do is the way we do it is we're going to give you substantive programming still. We're going to still take a little bit of the time out, a little bit of time out to go ahead and pitch and ask you to provide a lot of people that are driving by and have been listening to us for uh, as they go in the car. They don't realize that this is a station that doesn't depend on uh, ads, etc. from the corporatocracy. We depend on you. And that's why we can give you the unadulterated truth, because we are owed to nobody. You don't necessarily uh, you don't necessarily have to agree with what we're saying. You don't necessarily agree with what we're saying, but you know that you have a platform that you can call in and have your voice heard. If you doubt it, if this is the first time you're coming on us right now on your radio, on the Internet or whatever, if you doubt it, call in 713-526-5738, 713-526-5738. Hit that number one to donate. But if you want to test us first, hit that number two and say, let me see if I can get on air and speak to Egberto and see if I can say whatever I want as long as I don't say obscenities, of course, or anything that is anti-Semitic, anti-racist, or I mean racist or anything like that. As long as you don't say that, you can say whatever you want on air. These ears belongs to everybody, including you. And what we need is to have that place that anybody who has something that they really want, we give you a hearing. But we to do that, we have to be supported. That's why we ask you to call 713-526-5738. Hit extension one to donate. If you want to speak to me directly, Howard or Jack, hit number two uh, to come on air. And we will get you on air now uh, on on a, on for this particular show uh, my responsibility is to raise a minimum of five thousand dollars for the station none of this comes to me i do this on a volunteer basis it goes to the station and for that i have to raise about for, for the duration of this thing that means i have to raise a little over three hundred dollars or so per show per morning so what i want to ask you if you don't want to hear me pitching and pitching and pitching which i won't do because i know what you want i ask you to call in 713-526-5738 now or during the show sometime hit the number two and donate we have a lot of options for you but you know of course i want to first tell you about my t-shirt Go ahead and order my uh, T-shirt, 100 bucks, I think is what it is, on the website right now. Just go down for the gifts when you select. In other words, you select, you want to donate, select my show. And for the thank you gift, ask for the T-shirt. That's a $100 contribution. You don't have to pay all of that at once. You can do that in increments. Of course, you can join for as little as $40, $25, I think. But $40 gives you full, full, full membership not only of the station, but of the entire Pacifica network, which gives you the ability to vote. You can, uh, we're, we're urging people to, if you can, to get a sustainer. A sustainer mean 
whatever you do, if you do anything that chart that that bills you five dollars a month or ten dollars a month or fifteen dollars a month or twenty dollars a month, whatever you can on a monthly basis, it'll allow us to reduce what we have to ask you to uh, the amount of fund drives that we have to have. So if you can say, I'm going to give uh, KPF TV a politics and right a coffee a month, let's say five bucks a month. And it, it painlessly comes off of your credit card, $5 a month. We we are honest. We make sure to get it placed into work in the station. We have a surprised donor who said for every sustaining member we have, a sustaining member is somebody who pays $5 a month, $10 a month, $15 a month, $20, whatever you can a month. Any one of those folks, he's going to add an extra $50 a one-time $50 donation. So that leverages what you give for this person. So I ask you as well, if you give five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, or $15 a month, 20 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month, whatever you can, you that gift will be matched. And of course, we have the bricks as well. And let me pull up the bricks real, real quick. And then I'm going to get into the show. I promise, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I'm getting into the show, but I ask you to call in right now. I have the the page on my screen right now so that I can see uh, anybody who gives right now. And I'll go ahead. I think it's working. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and call you out on air unless you tell me not to. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. If you go ahead and get that uh, get that brick now uh you'll be placed right the 4.4 inch by 8 inch brick it's a 25 dollar a month sustainer uh the uh 8 by 8 brick is a 50 dollar a month sustainer and that that is leveraged in that that person who made that offer that is included in that offer so there are a whole lot of ways you can support the program and I ask you so kindly, call 713-526-5738, at extension number one to donate. And of course, to come and talk to me on air, at extension number two to speak. One more time, the number 713-526-5738. Anyway, let's get busy with the program. Title of the program today is Indivisible Houston President and Cohen, Cohen and Other Activists protest Dan Patrick keeping racist $3 million off. Indivisible Houston Daniel J. Cohen and other activists protested at Lieutenant Governor's radio station. His clashes. Well, you know what? That is actually, uh, it actually made the news. I didn't see it here in Houston, but ironically, I saw it in, guess where? Austin. I pulled it off of a radio station. I'm in a TV station in Austin. They came to Houston, took the videos of what uh, Daniel Cohen, and if you recall, Daniel Cohen was on our show earlier this week. Well, they were out there protesting for uh, what Dan Patrick is doing, which is he took $3 million from this very racist group. And guess what else he did? He said, I'm not returning the money. Other Republicans have returned the money. He said, He's not returning the money. The other subject we want to cover is one we were supposed to cover yesterday. I want to read that blog. It's by uh, a random listener of ours of our our program. Uh, he listens to the three o'clock version of our program, and he sent in a note 
you know, unsolicited. And he said, I used to sell Medicare Advantage. I want to tell you a few truths about this thing. So given that we're about to get into the enrollment period where you select if you want Medicare Part C, which is Medicare Advantage or the standard Medicare Part A, Part B, Part D and the supplemental. We're telling you spend the extra few dollars because the extra few dollars may ultimately save your life. Because right now, the Medicare Advantage program, they give you a whole lot of bells and whistles. But what I tell you, don't get sick, because if you do get sick, you pay the price. We'll talk about that. And of course, what what our brother um, uh, Van Weber said we are going to cover as well is vouchers uh, that the state of Texas called a session. The governor called another session specifically that he wanted to get school vouchers. We're going to discuss some of that as well. So anyway, folks, please give us a call. 713-526-5738. Extension number one to donate. Extension number two to uh, to be on air with me. Please do that now. Uh, please give us a call now. I want to announce you on air as soon as possible. Anyhow, um, let me get started with the school voucher, since that's where our brother Van Bibber started as well. And what I, what I want to say is the following. It sounds good. It really, really sounds good. When you hear school vouchers, it sounds like something we should want. Every child gets $8,000 uh, to go to school. For that year, you sit back and you can shop on the market like you shop in the store and you shop for a school that is best for your kid. But is it really that simple? Is it really good? I mean, for those of uh, those parents that are uh, stuck in bad schools, they would have you believe that, well, giving you a choice, if you're in the middle of some ghetto, in the middle of some barrio, in the middle of. Appalachia or wherever you are. And your politicians ensure that your school isn't the best that it could be. And that's how it is. You know, you take a look around Houston. Let's look at the Houston Independent School District. And you look at, again, this is one big district. And there are schools in that district and this applies across the country. This is a Bellwether County, Bellwether area. You take a look at the school system. You take a look at these schools. There are darn good schools in the Houston Independent School District. Schools that excel. Schools that are in areas that, you know, you take a look at the stats in that school and, oh, it's the best in sample pie. Then you go to a school in a poor neighborhood, right? Shouldn't all these schools be getting as being a part of the particular district? Shouldn't all these schools been, be getting the same nurture and care? And in fact, the schools in, let's say, poorer neighborhood, shouldn't there be attention spent to those kids even more? Because we understand that in a poorer neighborhood, more than likely, Parents have to work harder. Parents are getting less pay. Uh, parents spend more time working and don't have that amount of time to dedicate to kids. There are a lot of reasons 
why schools in a poor neighborhood uh, don't do as well as school in a more affluent neighborhood, even in the same district. Even if they're getting the same amount of money, they don't. Because, I mean, when you take a look at the assets that that are allocated in these things, they differ substantially. When you take a look at the reasons why there is this divide, it has little to do with we're not given voucher. I mean, uh, you know, it, it has little to do with the private sector can do it better. In fact, if you take a look at the how charter schools and private schools do relative to to uh, public schools, they are not any better. And there's a reason why they're not any better. Because the same prejudices that you have against poor people, against others in a public school is what you will find in a private school. The only difference in a private school many a times is a private school can select who it accepts. Of course, there are now rules that try to mitigate that, which is why the same prejudices you find in the public schools will be found in the private schools in the schools that you're going to use your voucher for. But I want you to uh, take it a little bit deeper than that. Think about this. A a family with three kids, $24,000 of your tax dollars. I repeat, $24,000 for that particular family. They get a check for $24,000 to go so that they can choose what school to go to. And you can imagine how the private sector works. They're, they're sitting down there thinking, oh, my God, there is $24,000 that family has. Let's market to that family. Let's make sure and market to that family. Because in that one year, that one take, we can get, we can tell that family, hey, we'll charge you $20,000 for your three kids. There you go. And then you keep getting them over and over again. That's a lot of money for the person who owns that private sector school that doesn't need to be accredited that doesn't need anything else i want to i want to thank thank you so kindly we have our first sustainer of the morning let's see if i can call the person's name out they haven't prohibited me from doing that let me check before i go i want to thank you so kindly for your sustaining membership Oh, yes. Thank you so kindly, El Senor Arantain. You are a wonderful person. Thank you for that support and membership. You have leveraged your gift by another $50, sir. Thank you so kindly for that. Let's go ahead and bring Melissa Melissa into the fold. Melissa, good morning. How are you doing, my dear Melissa? You'll be ready in a second. And on the air in a second. I know you're going. They're going to push that button right this minute for Melissa. But as as we wait for Melissa to go live, I just want to once again thank Aaron. Please call seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Hit extension one to donate. Extension two to be on air. And I see that we have two callers waiting right now. So as soon as we get uh, them to bring Melissa onto the air. We'll have Melissa on air with us, right? Oops, not yet. Melissa, it's coming. They'll get you on in a minute, Melissa. Anyway, thank you for that sustaining membership. We need some more. 713-526-5738. Hit number, extension number 
one to donate, two to come on. Melissa, you're on, my dear beautiful lady. Talk to me. How you doing, love? Good morning, Houston. I just wanted to share my story about um, school choice. Um, I was a, a actual activist. Uh, I went to Dallas because um, during the time my my kids, uh, we were in the. Um, I wouldn't say it wasn't a bad school, um, but uh, it just didn't have. I was trying to get my daughter, my my oldest daughter, on the dual program where she can learn Spanish. But the problem was. If you're not Spanish, then you can't be in a dual program, which was crazy to me. Um, it is crazy. So uh, uh, I'm, I was trying to get, you know, get her more, you know, level experience in other languages at an early age, around five. And so um, I, I seen the program, uh, the, the pilot program, and I saw I went to Dallas to protest for it because I was for it. Um, and then when I... You know, there's this deep, uh, there, there was this uh, protest going on, and then this person came, call, uh, saw me and asked if I could do a commercial for them. Non-paid, I did the commercial. I was, you know, uh, advocate advocating for school choice. When the program pilot program went up, uh, came up, I I filled out for it. You know, to this day, I still can't get in that damn program. Like it's on a, it's a lottery. And yeah. so if you if you don't have if you're not in actually in the district that you're trying to go to, say you're trying to um, move and you know you want to go to that school that's on the list of school choice. But, you know, you're not there yet. So you go and you fill out, you know, the thing. And then around the enrollment time, there's only a certain amount of students that they'll put on. If you have this voucher, there's only a certain amount of students that they can get picked for it. So you got to go wherever you're supposed to go originally until you can get on the that on that uh, list. So it's just like the housing list. It's just like the fuck the. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to cuss. But yeah, no cussing, no cussing. That you can get, <laughs> get on, and it's awful. It's just it's it's awful. It's so Let yes, me tell I you, but I can't get on. I can't get in that school. I can't. You can't get on the list. Melissa, let me Melissa, let me let me just say one thing. There are a lot of barriers, right? Uh, there there are a lot of tricks that they use with these programs. Yes, you have the lottery system for some. Others make sure that they only take kids who in the previous schools had a high GPA so that they would seem to be doing better. Because remember, a lot of the teachers are uncertified that go to these uh, that teach at these schools or and, and likewise, they make less money than they make in the public schools. They have less the teach. I'm talking about teachers now. They get less health insurance and all of that than other things. Now, if you, your kid is your I used to call our kids our most our most important and loved asset. I was told on my three o'clock program, don't ever call a kid an asset because they are a human who we love. So our our most well, loved school gets that the same funding, right? Yes, exactly. Funding. Each child gets uh, a certain amount of money. Exactly. So they're just basically freeing up the 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 choice and just giving the parents the money, I guess. But uh, but let me let me tell you what the caveat is. Let me give you the caveat though. Here's the deal. Uh, right now they're saying, Melissa, that uh, having a voucher system will not affect the public school. It, they won't take the money away from oh, the public no. school. It looks it looks like it looks like the truth in theory. It is a lie. Let's explain. Every time you go to a public school. The way at the end of the at the beginning of the day, they take a head count and that's how much they can bill the state. 
For every person yeah. on a voucher, uh, that money, th when they do their headcount at that public school, it is reduced by every voucher that was given. So that school gets less money on a person. So, it, yeah. so, it, 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 so the other... Now, let me continue, though, uh, Melissa. Here's the deal. But that's not the only thing. So that $8,000, when it was going to a public school, it paid a teacher a good, a fairly good wage. Teachers are underpaid, but it gave them a fairly good wage. It gave them a good health plan. It gave them all of that. Now, that same $8,000 now, when it goes to a private school, and you know what the private school is going to do. They may charge a little bit less, a little bit more, but they'll have all kind of enticement. But for that, they hire teachers as well, but they pay the teachers less. They have less health insurance. They have less of everything for that private school so that the person yeah, who owns the, the right, the person who owns the private school then gets a lot of money to put in their pocket. So it's a transfer of your tax dollars, Melissa, to yeah. that person who owns the private school. It's a transfer of your money. Yeah, Go ahead. I don't even think it's academia because um, when I, it wasn't working out for me uh, for the, the the you know school choice, I yes. went and told my children, pay them homeschool. Right. Um, got their GPA, uh, got their GPAs all the way up, right, and then put yes. them back into school once uh, COVID was over. I put them back into public school. Now they're ahead of, in the class because they got to do experience homeschool, which. Um, uh, homeschool allows your child to jump wherever you, you know, jump as far as you can, you know, without the limitations of no child left behind. M Melissa, um, I want to stop you for a second. And let me tell you why I want to stop you for a second, because I want everybody to hear what you just said and, and not just hear it in passing. You are a darn good parent and you had the time and the concern for your own kid to do exactly what you do. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because there ain't nobody okay. else but we got to take it back. You know, we get, we parents, we have to have their back. So I wanted to make sure that the GPA wasn't holding them back from getting into the program. But that right. ain't it either. It just right. wasn't big. It just wasn't big because my middle child, she's in the dual program. So she'll be right. an early. Um, uh, the, the eldest one, you know, she loves choir. So she's like, nah, that option is not for me. And what homeschool uh, taught them is a more sense of independence on how they want to study. Right. So I, mm -hmm. I, I, I've been all homeschool parents and, you know, they just have more reach, you know, uh, so I, right. I wish I would have did it longer and then they probably would have been finishing school earlier. But, right. uh, you know, my circumstances uh, and, you know, due to divorce decree, maybe we put them, keep them in public school. But anyway, um, but yeah. what? Melissa, I got to go to the other caller, but let me just tell you, okay, you're, you're a good parent. And not only that, you have the, you have the ability and knowledge to homeschool. There are many who don't. And that's one of the reasons why we have to maintain a strong, strong public a public health, a public school system, not a private one where we're just giving your money away to the private sector. But thank you so kindly, Melissa. You always thank have you. good words for us uh, in the mornings. Let's go ahead and go to Gonzalo. Gonzalo, come on in, my brother. Hey, good morning, Egberto. How are you today? I am doing fine. Hold on, Gonzalo. I, I, I want to interface a little bit of pitch real quick. Folks, we want to thank Aaron for uh, his kind uh, contribution. Well, actually, it's he actually purchased a, or I have say purchased, donated a uh, 
a monthly, a monthly, what, what it's called again, whatever it's called. Uh, he became a sustaining member and uh, for a coffee a month, which is what we love. And by doing that, he has leveraged his contribution by another $50 from that kind supporter that's going to match every sustainer. So thank you. I'd like if you have the, the, uh, the wherewithal, give us a call at 713-526-5738. Hit extension one to donate. An extension to to as be on air. Uh, realize, of course, that um, what, please remember to put it in the name of politics. Then, right? Muchas gracias, Gonzalo, por esperar. Let's hear what you got to say. Okay. Yeah, as a certified teacher of a public school uh, and working in the public school system, I'm totally in disagreement with that plan that has some uh, restrictions. As my I my guess, so. Yeah, it sounds great. Twenty-four uh, grand for choosing your best school. Yeah, that's pure politics, don't you think so? Uh, yes, think, it is uh, politics. The way the system is created, it won't allow people with that uh, voucher to go to schools where you know uh, rich people live. I doubt it. Right. So, uh, I, as a former HIV teacher. I got the benefit of the good health insurance compared to the crappy one I have now in KDISD, and it's the same system. Technically, I'm in the public school system, but there is a big difference, and that's probably one of the reasons why they want to dismantle HISD. I Don't mean, you, you nail so? and Gonzalo. You nailed it. Everything that they are doing right now at HISD is the precursor to do exactly that. Try to get the system as bad as possible so they can voucherize it one school at a time. One school at a time. We were the largest districts taking over, not because of the performance of our district, but because we didn't allow our failing schools to be voucherized. Take a look at it. That's why it happened. So, uh, Gonzalo, is that correct or you are correct? The worst thing that I see is that politicians pick the bottle with the educational system at the expense of the teachers. Exactly. I see in, in, I don't know how many years from now, that teacher will become another contractor like Amazon. Uh, right. Anything else. We don't teach anymore. So we do hey. what uh, 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 college board orders. Uh, we do what the uh, companies that sell all the um, software Anything. Yes. and the PEA dictates what we need to teach. Gonzalo, muchísimas gracias, hermano. You're absolutely right, as usual. Uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, we have, I want to welcome, thank you very much, Gonzalo. I want to welcome Eric thank Hayes, you. Melanie. Have a, have a good day. You too, my brother. I want to welcome Paul Fleming from Atlanta, Georgia on our chat. Eric Hayes from Kingwood, Texas on our chat. And Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain on our chat. Thank you for uh, all the information that you're putting out there, as well as the intelligent chat. Dawn, let's go to Dawn. Come on in, Dawn. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning. Uh, How are you doing? Everything. I am doing fine, my dear. Talk to me. I just wanted to add to the conversation about private schools. I am a private school teacher. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that they're not all cut from the same cloth for ours. Of course, we are not paid as much as public school teachers. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we we do our job lovingly. Uh, we are accredited, so we we do hold ourselves to that standard and and even higher. Um, a lot of our kids, you know, flow out to public school, and then we do get kids to you know from public. So we try to maintain uh, mm-hmm. above and beyond the standards. Um, even during COVID, uh, we our kids didn't take a take a hit, uh, didn't take a deficit in their education. So just uh, and everything that we you know. We get uh, from our, of course, from our parents who pay to put their children in our school. Uh, it goes into the functioning of the school. For oh. sure. Sometimes we even come up a little short, um, you know, in the end. But um, I just wanted to say, you know, doing the research, I'm not for the voucher program for sure, because I need our public schools to stay strong. Uh, right. Good benefit them. Don, I know I, I want to, first of all, I want to ask you a question. I hope my tone never came across as if I am that my ire is against any teacher, whether private school teacher or public school teacher. I want to make sure you understand it's not teachers are Oh, no, the no. dearest to me, I consider teachers the bastion of our, you know, of our society. I don't know if you li- how often you've listened to my programs, but I think you guys are the ones who move move our system forward. You're the guys we entrust our kids with for quite a few hours a day. So it's not about you as a private teacher at all. It is about the system, and uh, oh, I, I want. I, I understand. Okay, good. I because you know I, I I get very defensive if people start to believe that I'm somehow coming down on teachers. I love you guys, man. You guys are important. Now I want you as a I, if a private if a private school gave you the same type of uh, health care, the same type of salary as the public school system, and that and the the voucher money wasn't going into the pocket of the board of directors of your I don't know if you're in a for profit or not non profit uh, uh, type of a voucher. I mean a type of a private school. But my thing is this. Um, my my thing is this. You are the teacher. You are the ones doing the work. Why should an executive out there uh, get a piece of that pie when to get that pie meant you making less money? I cannot sustain that as somebody who cares about the working class. I just can't. And that's what I'm saying. That president of your school makes a hell of a lot more money than you do. The shareholders in your school on the on the in the aggregate for doing nothing. They also make a profit on your back. It kills me that uh, these private schools just take our tax dollars, pay you as a damn good teacher less than you are worth. Uh, it, it just irks me that we need another system. But Dawn, thank you for, first of all, for um, what you do. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, oh, no, I, I listen to you every day and I know I know you appreciate teachers. I really appreciate that. Um, I hear you all the time saying that. I, I just wanted to... Just say that um, for our in our case, nobody's making money uh, off the top. I can tell you that our functions a little bit differently. So okay, well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Is, yeah, yeah, ours is very different. Um, people do it for free. Our board members are not paid. Um, so okay, that's, it's a little different. <laughs> well, look, I I appreciate you. I uh, for for your school, I appreciate that it's one of the the the, the good ones. Uh, so please keep doing what you're doing, and thank you so kindly for calling, Don. You have a wonderful day. All right, folks, I'm behind on my fundraising and it's at ready at 635. So I ask you so kindly, I'm coming to you, Johnny. I ask you so kindly 
to call 713-526-5738. Hit extension one to donate. Remember, if you become a sustaining member, a coffee a month, five bucks a month, a coffee a month, two coffees a month, 10 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month, we have a, a, a kind person who will be matching your gift uh, with a $50 uh, donation to the station in the name of Politics Done Right. So please go ahead and call 713-526-5738. Hit extension number one to donate. And remember to select Politics Done Right as, your don- as the, the program and, and donate what you can. We have the T-shirt as well, the Politics Done Right T-shirt. I'd love to see some of you guys sporting the Politics Done Right T-shirt. I think that's a $100 contribution. Uh, just you don't have to pay it all at once. And again, 713 713- Five two six five seven three eight. Now um, I'm coming to you, Johnny. But Eric Hayes has a very good statement in there that I need him. That I that he's absolutely right about. He said, "Egberto, if you're, uh, I want to read it right." He said, "Part of it, Egberto." Uh, then suggests ways to improve the public school because they can be bad for kids via misbehavior of a few. Eric is absolutely right. So what do we do to improve the schools? First of all, I'm not a teacher. I would like to sit down with teachers. Well, not me sit down with teachers, but people, the people in power to sit down with teachers and see what they have to say. But there's one input that I do know. A child without supervision, a child that doesn't have supervision to, to, to do what they need to do, needs some extra nurturing. And it is something that we have lacked doing since Reaganomics came into power. We have not really invested in the communities that we need to invest in. We just look at law and order, throw the book at these guys, as opposed to saying, we find somebody that has a problem, let's work with them to help them grow into into who they are. Programs that do that are generally successful, but it costs money. Instead of vulturizing our system, what we need to do is invest in human beings, invest in people, invest in our communities. And that may mean having after-school programs that People have to go to after school. Parents make sure their kids are there instead of being latchkey kids who are then turned on by bad things on the Internet, etc. Have a place for them to go while the parents are at work. Have kids always in a nurturing environment, whether that environment is being nurtured by the parent a relative or the community. And that is a good start. And I know that works. Johnny, come on in, sir. Before Rick Perry was up on the debate stage going, oops, and he wanted to do away with education. Remember, he said that. Yes, I do remember. He wanted to get rid of the Department of Education and other departments he couldn't remember. And before Mitt Romney said he wanted to kill Big Bird. Yes. Perry was in the governor's mansion for an unbelievable, almost three solid terms in a row. Yes. This guy. He took away $4 billion plus another $1.4 billion from the Texas education budget. And in the way he described it, like Paul Ryan in Washington, D.C., in around the same years, mm-hmm. Paul Ryan did a similar kind of thing, taking away money, talking about how this uh, provides Americans tools for innovation yeah. or creation and stuff. No. What it is, is a shell game. It's unfunded mandates. Republicans are good at creating unfunded mandates. And the voucher system is a shell game. Make no mistake. 
And yes, teachers are the backbone of society. We are always, we are always one generation away from savagery. Someone once, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> That's because language has to be taught. And who's right. better qualified than a teacher? Teachers are great. The problem is the Republicans even figured out how to unravel that. Right. Teach America campaign. At the same time, they did vouchers. At the same time, they did uh, something else. At the same time, at the same time, it's always simultaneous attacks, not just on education, on everything else. They keep you confused. They get you angry and they want you to feel disempowered, disemboweled, unmotivated. They want to take away your will to fight. Right. That's the way they approach it. So teachers now are being degraded. They attack, They have been attacking education, undermining and underfunding education since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, uh, they make fun of teachers. They force teachers to get second jobs, put teachers on welfare like they do veterans' families. Mm-hmm. The Republican Party is predatory. They don't care. Well, you know, I mean, one of the other things, John, is and and this is what I try to explain to many folks as well. And uneducated democracies work very well when the population and and some people take offense when I say this, but I don't mean uh, having to have a Ph.D. or having to have a college degree or anything. But what I like to say is democracy works with an educated population for several reasons, because it it make uh, an educated person, one would think. Critic thinks critically. So a politician can't tell you somehow a voucher system is more efficient than a public school system. You see, for you to believe in a voucher system can be a more efficient than a public school system, you have to forget math and you have to forget critical thinking. And if you are not educated, you can be you can you can be made not to critically think. And that's what it's all about. So uh, that is why you notice. The, uh, many of the institutions, the Cato Institute, the Howard, the the, the uh, uh, Heritage Foundation, etc., they do things that promote less education. And the reason why, again, is to uh, you know a less educated population is easily fooled, and that's what they do. And by the way, let's not leave this solely to Republicans. I and I, you know I I want and and I think I think a lot of Republicans would would be willing to change if they understand that we are not if we're not attacking these guys culturally but in fact just based on mathematical and other facts there are a lot of neoliberal democrats that are no different than the republicans you speak about johnny and i think once we we make it known that this is an issue that's fact based math Base. Many Republicans who hold on to their Republicanism or their Republican way of being. And notice, I'm not asking anybody to change your party. I'm just asking them to change their vote to people who are going to make sure their kids have a better life. They have a better life. Society has a better life. Keep your Republican tag. Keep your Democratic tag. Just vote appropriately. Come on in, Johnny. Yeah, two things to what you just said, and then I'll leave. Leave you to your own devices. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. The one simple way to understand for people who don't pay attention to the news every day is use your common sense when it comes to understanding the voucherization of education. When they talk about transferring money to these charter schools, charter schools, by and large, are basically profit centers. 
And we know that it's inefficient and less efficient because they have CEO packages and salaries and TV advertising budgets. How is it possible to take the same amount of tax money we had originally allocated for public schools across the country and all of a sudden uh, education has the tools to become better by taking away money for advertising for CEOs, uh, for advertising budgets and CEOs' offices and their furniture? How does that make education stronger? It doesn't. Common sense tells you it doesn't. It's mathematically impossible. Mathematically impossible. Go ahead. That's the mathematical impossibility. It's it's called common sense. When you bring that to the people's attention, they realize it's a shell game. And and by the way, when I say Republicans, let me reemphasize, I've done it before and I'll do it again. I'm speaking about politicians, not people who vote for Republicans. That's a big difference. Thank you, brother, for specifying that. Thank you very much, Johnny. You have a wonderful rest of your day. Come on in, brother Donald. Good morning, Alberto. How are you Good. today? I am doing fine, sir, especially since I'm hearing your voice now, Donald. Come on in. Okay, now you live in one of the greatest cities in the world. Yes, I do. Around it, but you have access. You have access to certain things. Yes. What you need to do is go to these schools and do what the pharmaceuticals do. Figure out who needs to work on something and get cartoons because it's like the old Warner Brothers were they were political satire. You need to make short that are little cartoons where you can teach the people because if you can teach a child with a cartoon and sway them, you can soften an adult. And you need to do it in increments and teach history and a lot of other things and open their mind through a little cartoon. And there's schools out there they will do it for you. You just have you to know, find them. You know, uh, but, you know that to some people that may sound funny, but it's so true. I don't know if you, I, I knew you mentioned the word shorts. I mean, right now in, in my uh, activism, I've started doing a whole lot of shorts on TikTok and, and Instagram and YouTube shorts, etc. to really, to, to take out highlights of my programs. You may end up on one of my shorts with what you just say, with what you just said there. Um, and and the reason I do that is you're so right. First of all, attention span issues, and secondly, uh, a lot of times people learn best when they don't know they're learning. Right? I mean, uh, it, it is just something that they're casually doing and they learn from it. You know, it is it is so amazing. So um, there's a lot to and and then putting it in cartoon form. There's a lot to what you said, what you just said, my friend. Oh, Anything else before it. I go? No, go ahead. Next caller. Thanks. Thank you very much, Donald. Thank you very much. Anyway, folks, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Got a lot of callers today. Only have one donor. So I'm asking you so kindly to call 713-526-5738. Hit extension number two. And uh, go ahead and... Uh, uh, I mean, uh, hit extension number one to donate and go ahead and uh, uh, and uh, give a donation however you can to support the program. 713-526-5738. Hit extension number one to donate, extension number two to talk. Remember, for every every person that we get, let me I tell you what, let me throw it to Howard uh, before I go to Art. Come on in, Howard. Help me out here. OK, I'm going to help you out here. Folks, this is a very important program. We are talking about school vouchers, which is a hot topic right now. And Egberto's on top of it. 
He's telling you the other side. He always tells you the other side. This is what could happen. This is what's going to happen if you do this. This program here that you're listening to is worth supporting. 713-526-5738. Hit number one, make a donation. And we thank you so much for those who have donated already. We are looking for you to support Politics Done Right. It's called Pitching Done Right. So I think I've done right. And let's get back to Egberto and Art. Thank you very much, my friend. Before I go to Art, I want to say Paul Fleming says, uh, I had a statement here that I wanted to read out. He says, America wouldn't have a budget deficit if big corporations and billionaires just paid their taxes. And he gave the CNBC corroborating information for that. So we don't we we, we have great listeners who come out and find factual based info. Thank you very much for that, Paul. Come on in, Art. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you. Man, wouldn't it be great if one of these uh, BP execs or Exxon just called and said, you know what? Here's a hundred million dollars. What would that cost them? Nothing. Other than a hundred million dollars. Not much. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It'd be a drop in the budget for what they've been making and what they're about to make. Anyway, that's not why I'm calling. The guy before. I yes, sir. Name, Gonzalo? Uh, Gonzalo or Johnny? One of them, but it was right before me. I forget. Oh, Donald. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Anyways, yeah, with the well, he talked about cartoons and, and yes, yes, schools to learn. I think there is some some truth to that because I grew up watching um, Captain America, not mm-hmm. Captain America, Captain Planet. Right. Uh, and for whatever reason, I subconsciously I still recycle, even though I don't think it works. You know, for my little house, I don't think my little green bin that I fill up with cans and plastic bottles, I don't think it makes an impact, but I still do it. And I think it has to, because I always think of, you know, when your powers combine, you know, you could become uh, Captain, um, uh, what's his name? Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Planet. And he was all about recycling and the earth. And so I guess it did have an impact and I still do it, even though I'm, I'm going with the grumpy face but there are impacts that if well all right I, I want to give you kudos i want to give you kudos and ask you why did you question what you do i think if i understand what you just said you said hey i'm picking up my bottles or my plastics and cans and i'm keeping it together i'm doing a very small part in this whole picture no you're doing a big part brother if if we just follow your lead and all of us took that interest We'd be doing fine. You coming on, on on the radio and don't come on the radio, first of all, and belittle what you're doing. What you're doing is important, brother. So please, if all of us did that, we'll be much better. Yeah, I say it in the sense like, okay, I grew up in the 80s, 90s. There, there, there was no recycling bins. Everything was right. trash. Everything. And there was no issue about climate change or anything but the more things we do recycle mm-hmm. batteries recycle this recycle that now we have disposable straws and and like the more the climate issue becomes an issue i was like well all this stuff we're doing because my whole neighborhood does it and i think the whole city of houston they've improved to where you can throw glass into your right so they made it. and other other municipalities around the country do it and we're still there's this fear mongering that the world's going to end if I don't throw this straw in the proper bin. And I don't, you know, that's, I still do it, but again, I, I don't know. Is it, 
maybe no, but look, I, I like look, I like what you said up front. Angry about this and that. I think the Democrats do fear mongering on art. The art, listen to me. Art, art. You're doing the right thing. It's not about fear mongering, and you know you you're doing your part to clean your your immediate stuff up. And if all of us did a did that, including the corporations, we'd be fine. Art, I gotta yeah. let you go, and I need to do a little quick pitch here. I want to thank uh, Melanie Keelan for saying Egberto even makes the fun drives pleasant and edifying. You don't know how that touched my heart, and how much that's what I want to do. I want to have a pledge drive at the same time that I that I that I give you a reason to want to listen to the entire show and not just say, oh, they're in pledge drive again. I, I don't want to keep listening to give me, give me, give me, give me. So that's why I want to mix it up a bit. So thank you. That touches me. Now, I, there's one other caveat, though, Melanie Keelan, and this doesn't go for you. I'm talking about for all the all the folks that's been listening over the radio on air for a long time. Give us a call because I'm trying to give a program as I am raising cash. And, you know, I got to raise at least three hundred dollars per day, but five hundred dollars total. Now, if if we had a, a, a nice rich person, you could say I'll, I'll go to the kpft.org. By the way, you can donate at kpft.org as well. Hit the donate button. Please remember to select my program and then go at meaning politics done right and then go ahead and give whatever donation you want 713-526-5738 extension one to donate i want to call your name out so could you please do it now so that i can call your name out and say thank you so kindly we already have aaron who has donated uh he got a sustaining membership which means he gave an extra fifty dollars from that that person that is sustaining us now if there's some rich person out there that loves what we're doing you can you can stop me from doing a lot of pitching even though i would still do a little bit to cover other programs you can send us a, you can say ah, i'm going to just give that five thousand dollars so that egberto don't have to pitch that much in the mornings anyway 713-526-5738 extension numero uno come on in brother brian yes uh why you said it's a, you know, Tom Hartman or you're a friend of his. Why yeah, he's he a friend. Of, yeah, why is he full of hate? He's why does he what? Why is he full of hate? He absolutely okay. hates the GOP. Any, anything Republican, he absolutely hates it. No, okay, let, let me just tell you. I, I know uh, Tom personally, and, and a lot of times we progressives, you're correct that we can come over as if we hate Republicans and that and and uh, it, it comes over like that a whole lot. First of all, um, Tom, I, I don't think Tom thinks any differently than I do. And I definitely don't hate Republicans. I have family members that are Republican. I have family members that are Democrats. I have family members that are anarchists. I have the whole span. I, you are a you're a conservative right wing MAGA Republican, as I recall, and I definitely don't hate you. I love to have you on my call, my my call as well. I'd like to for you to change a few things, and I imagine you'd like me to change a few things. We all live on this planet together, Brian. All right. I I I have zero animosity towards you as a Republican, as a MAGA person. I want you around. What I want to do is. For all of us to realize we have to live in this game together. And I, but let me tell you who I do hate, however, and I shouldn't use hate, but it's who I don't like are the people who are misleading, the people who are 
are having folks vote against their own interests, the people who are causing harm to others. So that's where I'm at. Okay, so I don't think, again, knowing Tom personally, he really does not hate Republicans. I promise you that. All right, brother. He absolutely hates him. A 16-year-old doesn't know how to tie his shoes. Tom Hartman will blame the Republicans for the last. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. I mean, it just shows me that you. you the true story. He yeah. hates Republicans. He hates okay, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Brian. Do you think I hate Republicans? Do you think I hate Republicans? Uh, it sounds like it, yeah. Okay, well, I don't. I, now you have you are speaking to me, mano a mano, brother to brother. I am telling you, I don't. Okay, I genuinely don't. Most of the people that I actually live around are Republicans, and they are they come here. We hug, we do all this stuff. So please don't sit back there putting that in your head. I don't. Okay, so. Thank you, Brian. I got to get out for this line now, but we'll talk later. Anyway, folks, 713-526-5738. Please, please hit extension number one to donate now. No more calls, but do call 713-526-5738. Extension one to donate. Let's go to the control room. All right. A very exciting program today, indeed. And we have another exciting program coming up later on today. That will be Clint Broussard and Wide well, it's not wide open spaces anymore. It's uh, We've renamed it to Great Wide Open. Yeah, Clint Broussard is going to come in live, as a matter of fact. And uh, that's coming up later today. And that's about all I've got to add, Egberto. Uh, how about you, Jack? You got some wisdom for us? Well, well, the only thing, I've got some figures uh, in my head. I don't know how true they are, but it, they, they contribute like $6,000 per child on average. Uh, in the state of Texas, and the state and the and the national average is eight to twelve thousand dollars per student. So we're underfunding to begin with. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. Uh, I think you I mean not not six hundred. It's, it's it's actually eight thousand per kid, something like that. I don't remember quite. Both of us don't have the exact numbers, but you're right. We are underfunded. But folks, you still have time. I'm get, I'm getting off now. But seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Hit extension number one and tell them that the donation is for politics done right. Or go to kpft.org again and select politics done right. I'm I'm under what I'm supposed to raise for the day. You can save that. You can save the program. My name is Egberto Willis. Thank you, callers. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Jack. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.